enough of that. What's up? It's Friday, Friday night, and you know what that means. The number one conservative podcast in Nevada. I have a bunch of local stuff that I wanted to get through. I've been taking notes all week, and there was, uh, if you're looking at this on YouTube, you've seen the, the thumbnail. I know what you're looking for. It's on further in the video. So before I get started, I do want to give a shout out. Uh, Steven was, had us jamming out to some electric light orchestra, ELO, before the show started. And uh, I recommend it. They're great. Steven was jamming out. So let me close that real quick. Uh, got a bunch of, oh, we got a, the CCRCC. Clark County Republican Central Committee, right after we did the local show last week, I mean, I think during, probably during the local show, uh, the, they sent out, why do I not have the email open? Terrible at this. Unbelievable. I had it open. They, the, the CCRCC sent out an email inviting us to the next meeting, except it's not really... A meeting it's going to be a virtual meeting which is <clears throat> yeah january 9th so it was like at 12 15 p.m like literally during during the last podcast uh, hello christopher i hope you're having a great weekend as you know the current covid restrictions coupled with the apparent lack of any real plan by our governor to sensibly and safely open our state have continued to cause havoc in our business community and with our ability to gather for our regular meetings those things notwithstanding, we cannot slow down. In order to stay on track with our plan and to prevent losing any momentum, we will be holding our January membership meeting a little differently this year. Our January 19th meeting will be replaced by a virtual meeting during which we will be unveiling our overall plan for 2021. I think that's this Tuesday coming up. As well as an update on several crucial developments, we will be postponing the in-person meeting for a minimum of two weeks, at which time we can conduct any business that requires an in-person vote by the membership. Between now and Tuesday the 19th of this month, we will work hard to make the virtual meeting informative and useful for our entire membership. More than ever, we have incredibly important work to do. As Republicans, we cannot let the efforts of the work of our volunteers go to waste. We will not slow down. We will not give it in to violence, apathy, or the deception of the left and in the media that has cast doubt over our elections and over the future of our country. You guys are gonna get me thrown off YouTube. I will send out an agenda and schedule for that meeting via our website next weekend, including the information you'll need to get connected. Please visit our website at clarkgop.org for updates and information about the virtual meeting and for details regarding the scheduling of the in-person meeting. I look forward to seeing you on Tuesday the 19th. Until then, stay safe and God bless. Regards. Richard McLean, Chief of Staff, Political Director, Clark County Republican Party. Uh, <clears throat> normally, I don't give compliments to the Clark County Republican Party, especially under current management, but uh, having our meeting the day before the inauguration after everything that's been going on, is that's pretty prudent. Good, good move. There you go. Good on you, Richard, and whoever decided that. It's a, it's a slick, slick move. Man, I got all the wrong tabs open. That's the problem. Not the local tabs. I got the, there we go. So, oh, uh, some of the local podcasts that I've been listening to, I like to keep you guys abreast of this stuff. I'm always searching for the local podcast, still looking for uh, 
Sam Peters podcast. Haven't found it. Uh, Dave Crete was back this week and on and on about the Federalist Papers. Let me, let me tell you something. All I do is listen to this dude's podcast once a week. It's uncomfortable how much I know about his family, his, his habits, like where he eats, what he does, uh, what he reads. My man don't tell me anything about the local stuff, nothing about the school board stuff. Uh, it's just all about his family. This one's a cop. That one's a cop. This one's married to a cop. My wife's Cuban. My in-laws are Cuban. I know too much, bro. Like, I wish there was more politics on his political huddle, honestly. But, I mean, it's, it is what it is. He, you know, he pays Sean O'Flannerty to show up and do two podcasts. He can talk about whatever the hell he wants to. It just kind of leaves me wanting something. I don't know, something missing. But he's got his. I uh, found out this week that Katie Williams, the uh, controversial uh school board member was going to be on the CCEA, Clark County Education Association, it's one of the unions, has its own podcast. I've been I've been going around getting us on multiple platforms. We are everywhere. And and then I can't find this podcast. I'm looking for it. CCEA podcast. I can't find it. And it turns out that it's only on SoundCloud. So that was the only place I don't have a SoundCloud account or I didn't I didn't have one that was you know, I logged into in any substantial amount of time because I don't listen to SoundCloud, but that's the only place their podcast is. So that's weak sauce. That's a local, not conservative, but local school politics and everything. If you're into that sort of thing, they had their first board meeting uh, the other day. And I guess they voted to go back to school in some form, seven to nothing. And I guess some of the magpies on Facebook were waiting for the other members of the board to like all point and screech and re at, at Katie, but they didn't. And they had a normal meeting and everybody was kind of those, those, uh, those people that get upset about that sort of thing were kind of left wanting to, they, they, <laughs> they, it was their version of the Dave Creep podcast. They're like, wait, what happened? There was supposed to be drama and there was none. So, you know, Sorry, guys. I'm sure Katie will tweet or post something on Facebook that will get them all spooled up again. But apparently when, when she shows up at the school board, she's all business. So let me share the screen here. I want to, I want to take a look at some of these local stories that affect Nevada politics and local politics. This right here. Uh, first Ethiopian elected official in, a, in, the, in the country. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, Alex Asifa, who was the first Ethiopian American elected to public office in the United States and represented represented District 42 in Las Vegas, has resigned. So he's got a stack of charges on him. The one the one that he confessed to was not living in the right district. So he ran outside of his district. Um, they're charging him with one count of residency um, requirement, uh, unlawful for a candidate to make a false statement, two counts, perjury, six counts, burglary two counts offer a false instrument for filing or record eight counts theft four counts and false statement to procure a marriage license one count so he's out and they're going to replace him but that's that's uh i don't know if that's good or bad it's just you know they just go to the clark county commission and then they go to the party i guess the the democrat party 
Stavros Anthony, this guy still fighting. We thought this was over. Stavros Anthony to appeal commission district C election results to Nevada Supreme Court. Uh, let's see, they, they think they talk about the gap here. 139 irreconcilable discrepancies and errors and the spread. Um, so I guess the spread in the vote is larger than, than what they found in discrepancies. Now, if I, I keep hearing there's no evidence, so I'll go with that. No, no evidence. That's what I've been told. No evidence. But it seems like Stavros being a, a cop would know better than to go to court with no evidence. So I wonder if that mantra of no evidence, which will come up later here, you'll hear it. Uh, when I get to the to the best part of the show today. Um, yeah, so spread 10, 30, 15 votes, 139 irreconcilable discrepancies and errors. So Stavros Anthony is still fighting for his commission seat. That's that's all we got, man. We're fighting for fighting for scraps, fighting for the bones here. And then uh, some of the local reaction to some of the, the capital riots have been kind of um, kind of wild. The um, Nevada, let's see, Nevada officials condemn conspiracy-filled letter from Nye County, uh, Nye County GOP chairman. So the chairman of this, it's really too long to read if you read his letter. I have it right here and you, you can find it, but he wrote a letter, just, I don't know, stream of consciousness. And there, I mean, there's links, it's a manifesto. And he's just going off about things that uh, YouTube would throw me off if I said. And and then they had to follow up that letter, his letter, with another letter. So that's Chris Zimmerman. Oh, yeah, they, he followed up with another thing. Or is this the original? Uh, yeah, okay, so he followed up with a second letter explaining the first letter. And uh, then they had an, an important message from the RNC. So they had Rona McDaniel throw a, a, a message on here too, but yeah, I mean, it's been all over Twitter and everything that the Nye County chairman is a nut. Uh, if you're familiar with Nye County, Nevada, maybe that wouldn't be outside of the, I mean, the Clark County, Nevada chairman is a nut. So you go, you know, you go over the hump to Pahrump and it's going to be a little bit nuttier. But that's, uh, everybody, you know, everybody's freaking out now because, right, there's supposed to be local nonsense. People are talking about doing local nonsense so much so that the, um, the Democrat Party here in Clark County, threat of violent violent right-wing extremism, very real in Nevada, report co-author says. Oh, so this isn't it. Sorry. Um, this one is just the Metro Police Department. Number one is investigating some of their own people to see if any of them, them went to uh, Washington, D.C. Uh, it, it's, I don't know, it's kind of like I've, I've lived in Washington. I've, I've served in Washington when I was in the military. And it's kind of sucks that you can't, go to DC and then something pops off and now you're, you're totally associated with it. But yeah, I guess they, they've secured things so well there that people are thinking about popping off here. So they made a report, uh, the danger within right-wing violence in Nevada, uh, lays out how many nationally known extremist groups like the proud boys, three percenters and oath keepers are all active in the state. And that's true. I guess I've seen proud boys at rallies and I've seen, I had a guy ask me one time at a, I was wearing my Navy hat one of the ships that I'd served on this guy at the register at a uh, gas station said, 
oh, are you a three percenter? And I, I, I don't know. I thought maybe like he meant like three percent of Americans serve, but I was like, I, I don't know what that is. I just shook my head. It's apparently three percenters are uh, the, they they go by the the maybe fact or, or misconception. I don't know that three percent of Americans colonists is all it took to turn uh, the revolution are, are in, in the Americans favor. I don't know if that's accurate. I've heard, I've heard reports that it's not, I've heard it is. And the Oath Keepers are actually a group that was started by uh, Nevada attorney, Stuart Rhodes. He was around when the Ron Paul thing started in 2007. He's still active with them. Um, I don't, I believe they were involved in some of that stuff that went on up in Oregon too, with the uh, Bunkerville, um, with the Bundys over in Nevada. So they've, they've been at stuff before. If something's going to pop off, they'll, they'll be there. So that's pretty wild. I hope that uh, nothing happens. I'm not going out on a limb saying that I don't approve of violence and stuff like that. That's not cool. Uh, I think I've been pretty clear, pretty consistent with our stance on being nonviolent. Clark County Democrats issue public safety alert amid rise in calls for violence. I didn't know that the Clark County Democrats had the authority to issue a public safety alert. That is interesting. PAA podcast is issuing a public safety warning to um, not get involved. And we've been saying this consistently here. Don't get involved in any of this stuff. Stephen wanted to fly to DC and I was like, what for dude? And uh, you know, now he's, he's back here in the studio and he's like, you're right. Oh, yeah. And it's nice to go to D.C. D.C. is a nice place. Go when the inauguration isn't happening. They're going to, you know, they're going to make it seem like no one can get to the inauguration anyway. Don't go. Don't bother with that. Go, you know, when you can get tours and stuff like that. But, yeah, Democrat Party here locally. Um, Sunday after a rise in violent rhetoric following Wednesday's storming of the U.S. Capitol, they've issued a public safety alert. So that's, oh, and it's based off of the, the, the Nye County chairman. I don't know. Is there a Nye County Democratic Party? Do they have a statement? Or is Clark just kind of carrying their water too? That would make sick. Uh, make, make sense that um, the Clark Dems would probably just handle Nye County Dems business. Uh, I-Team, Southern Nevada Firearms Training Facility offers free course to join Trump's army. I think this is over. Investigator CNF website offers... Violates law. So this guy, best name ever, bro. I, I hope I've met this guy and just don't know it. Officials with the Nye County Sheriff's Office said they are aware of a website from a firearms training facility offering a free course to join President Trump's army. And this is Trump's army in quotes. The I-team confirmed yesterday. Ready? Dr. Ignatius Piazza, the founder of the Front Sight Firearms Training Institute, uh, based in Pahrump, is listed as the website's owner. Um, so yeah, it says that there's a $2,000 package where you get the, the most, uh, awesomest, uh, gun training ever, and you can become part of Trump's army. And Dr. Ignatius did not uh, answer any questions, but yeah, he's, that's crazy. If you're, if you've got the name, Dr. Ignatius Piazza, I think you've just been sent off on the, the right direction to just be crazy anyway and okay we're not going to go to that story yet so i let's stop sharing my screen here
I do with my audio? This thing, yeah, put it on the board. I got my I got my soundboard here. And this morning, someone hit me up and told me that uh, Amy Tarkanian had uh, weighed in or was going to weigh in on what's going on the Nevada GOP kind of perspective for what's what's happening with people possibly protesting violently and stuff like that. So I, I tuned in right away at the right time and I set my phone to screen record and then I closed my eyes and my phone went to sleep and I and it stopped recording. And then I woke up and I caught it and I started recording again and then I stopped it uh, because Amy got cut off. Amy Tarkanian called into NPR and then when she came back on, I started recording again. So I, I cleaned up this uh, this audio right here to um, to be able to cut out most of the dumb stuff. Let me make sure that I'm sharing audio correctly. I think I already said it to do that. Let's, uh, let's pump up the volume. Yeah, I might have been listening to Rod Stewart. So what, what of it? As the Republican Party um, believe that this is normal, so I mean, ask your standard question about, you know, do you, you know, what, what do you think the Republican Party or what, what do Republicans think of this? I, I don't know. I don't remember the question. I jumped in late and grabbed this, but you, you kind of get the gist here. Let's. Um, it, this is so unfortunate. Uh, it's the fact that there, <laughs> there are people who died. I mean, this is so bad. Um, I don't know how people could actually think that this is somewhat normal. It's not normal. Yeah, you know, um, and, and Amy, uh, you were just saying that, you know, on your, your Twitter account, uh, you got angry responses. And she got angry your, responses. He said she's gotten angry responses. I guess she posted something being uh, critical of, of uh, what happened there. And that's, that's fine. I mean, you know, I'd be out there on the on a limb and say, "Hey, I, I don't approve of violence. I don't know any of these people. I don't know anybody that went to D.C. in order to cause a problem. I know two people that went to D.C. Uh, I know of two people, and maybe three. I guess you know, Courtney Holland, Annie Black, Jesse Law. They were in D.C. None of them went anywhere near the Capitol steps. There's there's a certain level of stupidity." Uh, not really smart to be there, uh, but president invited you and you want to be there. Even less smart to then say, well, the president told me to go inside the Capitol. So there, there's a there's a spectrum of uh, uh, stupidity, starting from innocent and, you know, exercising a right to be in a place, going all the way to, you know, these people never show up to meetings and now all of a sudden, they're, they're storming the gates. You know, I'm, I've probably never seen any of these people work for a candidate or show up to the central committee, put in the kind of effort that they put in to go to DC and cause problems. But, you know, Amy and I agree, they shouldn't have done that. And she's, you know, she's been taking, we're both taking the controversial stance that it, it's bad. You know, you were just as indignant about it right then as you are now, but what were some of the angry responses you were getting? What are people saying to you about it? You know what? I mean, people are um, very much uh, in favor of what I'm saying. 
so now I'm like, he just, I don't know if they pre-interviewed and she said, you know, I've been getting some angry responses and then he asked her about the angry responses and now she says, everybody agrees with me. Um, I, I tried to look at like at mentions for Amy and I couldn't really find any angry responses, but I also started to get worried. Um, I used to do a podcast with Amy and, and we used to, um, we've interacted a, a long time and, and I like Amy and this isn't, this isn't how Amy talks. We've, we've recorded tons of podcast episodes when we used to do podcast together. She was on the news, uh, one of the local news channels. And, and so I started to kind of get worried. Um, and I think that uh, most people are, <laughs> you know, I, it's a lot of, you know, the laughing that, <laughs> and I don't know if she's, it seems like she's searching for a word. She's either getting frustrated or something's funny. Know what to say right now yeah. because it, it it feels like I I'm not sure what to say. Okay, people are. She almost sounded like she was getting ready to cry or something there, but yeah, she's not sure what to say. As she says twice, as she's struggling through it. I I mean, I've had time to put my thoughts together, and you know, I mean, get in the shower, grab a cup of coffee, something to spark the mind so that you can discuss these sorts of things, especially when there's a host feeding you questions. I mean, I didn't, Steven over here sits like a bump on a log and, and, uh, you know, he lets me drive the thing, but I don't, I don't call into NPR or turn on this camera unless I've got something to say and that might change. And I, I, I uh, reserve the option to sit and stare at the camera for an hour one day and you don't have to watch it. But yeah, here's, so now I'm, 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 you know, I'm like, wow, Amy is really either overcome with this or is it something, something's not popping. So here we go. So sad. So sad. They're very sad. Who's sad? Um, go ahead. This is just like the, the most. Sad. Disturbing. Disturbing. moment that I think that we could ever have gone through as a nation. I mean, we went through, um, I don't know if you guys recall this, there's been several incidences where, um, you know, like the Japanese landed, uh, not landed, uh, the Japanese blew up a bunch of ships and kamikaze and, and they, 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 December 17th, is it 7th or 17th? Oh boy, Chris, it's the 17th, but I don't know, 7th. Anyway, Real good. A date that will live in infamy. 1942, I think. Uh, and uh, so that, God, I wish I could go back now because, and you know, there's 9-11. It's a lot. It's a lot. I mean, we've, we've been through a lot. Honestly. Honestly. This is terrible. You know, you, in your your response to what happened and and in response to the Knight County's GOP chairman's it's letter. It's not okay. It's not okay. Um, and they're not doing it. So this is not okay. I don't think she heard um, his question. The Nevada GOP has really, um, <laughs> I mean, I think they are not doing a very good job at all 
So she thinks the Nevada GOP is not doing a very good job at all. Has harsh criticism uh, from a former Nevada GOP chairman. But the, I don't know, the giggling and the, the the long pauses trying to, I mean, I'm lit right now. Let me tell you, I'm I'm higher than a kite. I'm drinking apple juice over here. I took vitamins earlier. So I'm zooted. But, I mean, hopefully I don't seem manic or really slow. Just normal. Just want to strive for. This is not normal. Um, was telling everyone that it's not okay. It's not okay. You have to stay home. This is not. So the Nevada GOP screwed the pooch, telling people not to go do these sorts of things. I think. I think that the leadership of the Nevada GOP never encouraged anybody to do anything stupid. And I don't think anybody from the Nevada GOP did anything stupid so far. Haven't seen any, any folks come up. Yeah. And um, are, are you still there, Amy? So this is when he lost her the first uh, time. I think we lost Amy. Cut off. Try, try to get her back. So he goes to Steve Sebelius. Uh, but this weekend in our protest by Trump supporters and very likely. Steve said some dumb stuff. So I left it in because it was contextual. Is, uh, yeah. Is white, in the white supremacist group, the crowd boy, proud boys, everybody. Uh, Enrico, Enrique Torrio, the leader is a black dude. So don't just, just ignore that. It's not part of the narrative. Nevada's capital in Carson City. Governor Steve Sislak has asked the National Guard to be ready to respond. Steve Sibelius has covered. Who, who, who? Not very many. <laughs> okay, that's what I got. cut it off uh, before Steve started. But um, so now she's back on. She she called back in, and I started recording again. Who who have those ex have the views that Steve is is talking about? Who believe? in the conspiracy theories i mean and how do you talk to them about it no i don't no i don't no that the conspiracy theories um i have already i've called them out on my facebook um, i've said you know please unfriend me um i don't believe what you believe um i mean i think it's garbage oh well knock this garbage off now um so yeah i'm i I'm, I'm i'm see i'm starting to catch i'm starting to catch whatever whatever she's catching it's um you know uh steve sabelius i'm gonna go back to you I'll go back to you because what are you talking about amy supporter republican politicians and people are saying okay so I got, she didn't talk to amy anymore listen yeah. amy darkanian former head of the nevada republican party Give me your idea of the general status of the state Republican Party right now. I hear all kinds of things that it's weak from sure. the party itself. They say we're strong, but where do you see it? No, they're not strong. No, they're not strong. Um, in fact, I mean, I think they are very weak. And the fact to that. My man just said, they said that they're weak or, uh, you know, there's some people saying they're weak and they're saying they're strong. And then she just repeated what he said that was weird they didn't show um <laughs> they didn't show uh people what was uh what do you call it um when you had the uh you had adam laxalt you had 
Michael McDonald, you had everyone saying that everyone. there was voter fraud, yeah. and they couldn't show it. So Stavros Anthony is going to court over something that he can't show any evidence of. And uh, Amy's latched on to that narrative. I guess that's, I mean, it's weird. I mean, you can't say it, right? I can't say it on YouTube. Um, so why even, why say it? Why say it all? Just go totally the other direction and, and say there's none, no evidence. And the, the jury... Um didn't come forward with saying that it was true or not true. Um, no, we are. This is jury. Very bad. It's very bad. Um, yeah. I think that that I think we are very very weak. Yeah, the opposite is strong. Yeah, you're talking about shortly after the election, Michael McDonald, Adam Laxalt, and others were at the Clark County uh, Registrar of Voters Office down near in downtown Las Vegas, held a press conference saying, right. oh, yeah, there's all this fraud. And and they wouldn't take questions. But obviously, over 60 lawsuits or so nationwide, none of that fraud was ever proven. Um, yeah, no, yeah. We're, we're incredibly weak. <laughs> we're weak. We're back How to that. Can change? How can it change here? Because this country is healthy. Well, we need to get rid of two... Michael so now all of a sudden, you know, yeah, we're weak. We're weak. And then he says, how can it change? How can it change? She shows her agenda right away. We finally have a quick, snappy answer. As a matter of fact, she answered before he could even finish the question. How can it change? Well, we need to get rid of Michael McDonald. Need to get rid of Michael McDonald. Very simple concept do, do you believe a healthy republican party is essential for the health of government the two-party system health of government in nevada i'm not sure if it's uh, getting rid of michael mcdonald or not but you think i edited that don't you i did not the the main thing we have to do is get rid of michael mcdonald i'm not sure if we should get rid of Michael McDonald. She did a 180 in the two, three seconds that the interviewer was talking. But the fact that um, we had a really, really weak showing, um, I think it's bad. It's bad. Weak and bad. Amy, if you were head of the party and knew about the armed protests planned for Carson City this weekend, what would you be out there saying? It's bad. I okay. Well, first of all, I never attended. Um, she wasn't the, there. The mass protest, um, even in Douglas. I don't know what that means. She never attended the mass protest, mass or mask. And I heard, I heard mass, and I'm not going back because I want to. But I heard mass protest in Douglas. Douglas County is not a large county. I mean, it's a large county geographically. I'm sure, as most counties in Nevada are, but it's not. I didn't go to the protest in Douglas. Good, because I'm sure it was weak. It's like Douglas County is, you know, I don't know. Can you name a town in Douglas County? Because I can't. Um, I don't think that it's wise to, <laughs> to attend. I really don't. 
Yeah, Steve Steve Sibelius uh, of the Las Vegas Review Journal. Um, you have the reach, and you touch talk to a lot of people throughout Nevada, and you have throughout your career as a reporter. Uh, do you? Un- I think this is the. Is end. there anything that, you, that makes you understand the grip that some of these? Yeah, that was the end of it. I don't think uh, if he did go back to Amy, I don't recall, but um, that was uh, I. I hope everything's okay with Amy, because um, that was really weird, and I don't I don't know. I mean, I, I know she's playing. You know, she's always playing. Uh, you know, like the angles on, on politics and everything. Her and Danny moved up to Douglas County because he lost like six elections down here. No judgment for me. I, I appreciate the persistence. I, I've lost four myself and I'm done. Tapped out. Uh, elections are, you know, not happening. But he went up there. He got on county commission in Douglas County and, and kudos. Good for him. And uh, Amy likes to put herself out there. But I think maybe it would be better if she didn't. I don't know. Um, so that's, yeah, that's, that's it for the, the local politics stuff, which is what we normally want to do. I wanted to touch on something real quick. I uh, had mentioned that I thought we had our first criminal raider. And even then I might've been wrong. Uh, but this, this gentleman, uh, Clark County DA will not charge raiders, Josh Jacobs with a DUI DUI. So apparently, uh, he, um, did not qualify for DUI. He had an accident in the, um, the, the tunnel under the airport, the airport connector. And I could see that people haul ass through there. See, yeah, his blood alcohol level was below the legal limit and therefore DUI charges. Why are football players driving themselves anywhere? I mean, I guess they like to have nice cars and everything. I'd, I'd have somebody driving me. Um, Dana White put out a, a story. Apparently one of the fighters is dealing with CTE and he's very being public about it. Dana said that he also has issues and uh, so will all the fighters. So no shit, everybody getting hit in the head. Uh, guess what? I went to a soccer game one time, a girl's soccer game at UNLV. Lovely, right? Amazing athletes. They're intelligent people and they're using their heads all the time because if you want to use, if you want to win at soccer, you can't let the ball come down in front of you you got to get to it before the other players. So if somebody's going to wait for it to get to their feet, knees, hips, chest, whatever, you're going to beat them every time if you're willing to stick your dome piece in there. But unfortunately, those balls are raining in from, it looks like 30, 40 feet in the air and from way back. And they got some velocity on them. Some of these goalies can really pooch them. So everybody that's stu- sticking their head out there and taking impacts is getting hurt. Uh, football player here, like uh, like our, our, our guy that's not getting a DUI, fighters, all that stuff. Um, That's it for this episode. Everybody do me a favor. Don't go to any protests, please uh, stay away from that sort of nonsense. And I'm going to try and find the closing. I'm actually going to do this right. Uh, Come on, Steven. We're getting more and more professional every day in every way. We're getting better and better, right? So let's, let's pop up in the, uh, Like I said, no going to protest. Many of that stuff. You guys on uh, EAA After Dark. <laughs>